Welcome to an all new episode of the 60 Second Car. My name is Dan and and we're going to cover I I've been sick for a week and we haven't recorded for 2 weeks so this whole intro is going to be scuffed. <clears throat> My name is Dan and welcome to <laughs> minute 54. Is that right? 54. Yes sir. It's Do you know what time it is? Damn it, What's I that? fucked it up. <laughs> <laughs> I thought we were trying to say it at the same time. Dude, this whole intro is scuffed. It doesn't should matter. We, Kick the music. All right. <laughs> 60 second. And welcome back to the 60 Second Car, the uh, the podcast that covers the entire Fast and the Furious franchise from the very first minute to the very last. Uh, my name is Dan, joined as always by Daniel, my co-host with the most boast, Mr. Daniel. And it, it's, it's diesel time. We've done the intro, but we're coming back and we did it right because for some reason it kind of flowed back to me. But uh, we're, we're, we're here with uh, Minute 54. We, we canned like a ton of episodes and then... Uh, I had trouble with like some uploading stuff, so it like we we kind of got ahead of schedule, so we didn't really record. I haven't seen you in like two weeks, um, which I, I guess it has been good for me because I've been super busy at work and stuff like that. Lots of writing to be done, and you know who knows where my brain were, would have been in the last few weeks. I'll tell you right now, last Tuesday slash Monday. I thought we were going to record and I was going to have to cancel either anyway, because I was not feeling well. I was very sick because um, streamers are nasty. We went to uh, went to an event for work and we invited 250 streamers. And uh, yeah, about four or five days later, I felt like crap. <laughs> so you have the we bad were. stuff or just like a cold? No, not something. the bad stuff. It was like it was just a cold. Um, I like, you know, the first day was like, uh, just like dry throat. Like, you know, that, you know, that like feels like your, your throat is sandpaper. Um, mm -hmm. and then, and then, you know, it felt achy. And then a few days later I had like a, a, a bit of a fever, like all the achiness and I guess not the achiness, but all, all the throat stuff like went away. And then I got like a, a fever. I went through like all the symptoms of what a cold had, but like. Each day was different, which was it's weird. Like an advent calendar of illness. Yeah, 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 exactly. Uh, my favorite kind of advent calendar. Um, <laughs> that sounds like a then, really yeah. weak death metal album. The advent calendar of illness? Yeah. <clears throat> Maybe be like a Christmas-themed EP Hello, or Hello, everybody. We're the advent calendar of wilderness, and here comes uh, Hell's Jingle Bells. I don't know. <laughs> the chills. The chills. <laughs> jingle hell. <laughs> Etc. The hacking up your lungs. Let me get a circle pit. I need to see y'all cough on each other. Let's go. I mean, that's more or less what a circle pit is. Yeah. Um, and in our break, I actually had a busy couple weeks, so it worked out for me. A uh, couple weekends back, my dad and I went to Aftershock. I the, did uh, see the picture of you and your dad in front of the <laughs> sign. Yeah. The Hard Rock Metal Festival in the greater Sacramento area, and it was rad. Um, mm -hmm. a lot of the, a lot of the headliner bands, a little broy for my taste, but ultimately it was a sure. good time. I saw Limp Biscuit start and end a set with break stuff, which was very funny while Fred Durst was dressed as a cowboy. Yeah. Wait, they, they started. Not ironically. Their set with, 
They no no no. Well, uh, the backdrop said new metal cowboy, and then in between songs they would just play like '90s and like '70s country songs as what, like what the hell is film. a new metal cowboy? Uh, it's Fred Durst in a cowboy hat and uh, doing like line dancing moves while playing Nookie. Was it red? No, it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it should have been, but it was not. No, it was and like a backwards. White... <laughs> Couldn't tell. I don't know. Honestly, I'm assuming a cowboy has a front and a back. This one, no idea. It does. But um, I saw a handful of bands I wanted to see for a really long time. Uh, well, one I I've never seen Megadeth, despite okay. like seeing all the other big four thrash bands. So that was like a bucket mm-hmm. list for me. It was super rad. Mm-hmm. Coheed played. I've seen Coheed a bunch, but it's been a while though. And then uh, the big one for me, big two for me, was Guns N' Roses, who my earliest music memory period is Guns N' Roses. I stole Appetite for Destruction on cassette from my mom, and I listened to Welcome to the Jungle when I was like three years old. And super important record for me, they were terrible live. (laughs) I mean... I expected it, though. Yeah. So, question. Answer. Was Slash okay? Yeah, I think so. Because uh, he I seems mean, to be the only like level one in that band. I think him and Duff are really the backbone of the band now. Duff's the bassist. Yeah. Because uh, when they, they come out and they start off with like lower register songs for Axel because he can't really do the shrieks anymore. And then you realize how much heavy lifting Duff's doing on backing vocals. Like he doesn't move the entire like first four or five songs that we saw and he's just doing backing vocals for him. So. Jeez. Uh, yeah, they were like 40 minutes late, which they're like notoriously always late. And then they just sounded like like shit. But, you know, solos are rad. Uh, but, you know, take them off the list. I walked away very earlier in their set and I'm fine. But the other one that was huge for me, uh, after 12 years, I finally got to see Death Clock again. Nice. And I love Metalocalypse. I love Death Clock. It's like the perfect mm-hmm. thing of everything in my brain and one thing. But then mm-hmm. it required me to explain something to my dad. I never thought I'd have to explain. <laughs> who are so these we're in the, guys well there's that i'm like so there's this cartoon band and brennan small is this guy who writes all the songs and does a lot of the voices he's also amazing at the guitar they come out and play in silhouette with the stuff from the show comes out but we're in the merch line and i get a shirt and he's like oh that's really cool what's that other thing you got and i impulsively got this because i thought it was funny and um it's a bandana i don't know what i'm gonna do okay. with a bandana but uh yeah, sure. it is a bandana of um dr roxo <laughs> yeah okay so then i had explained to my dad who dr roxo is and dr oh. roxo is the rock and roll clown he does mm-hmm. cocaine and he's like yeah i'm like no that's it dr roxo the rock and roll clown does cocaine he's like a party clown who does cocaine he's like, oh it's twisted i'm like yeah yeah it goes a lot deeper but that's all you really need to know so now my dad i don't know he's like dr roxo maybe daniel goes does cocaine maybe Maybe that's how he finds out. I don't. I do cocaine. I don't, but I'm apparently a big supporter of a clown who does. But like, you know, just get him to watch the show for a little bit. He'll understand. <laughs> I don't know if I want that either. <laughs> like, my would he, dad would he went, not? Would he not like it? Uh, I think he'd be like really confused by it, and just like it is weird. He'd find like gross out humor probably funny, but I think that. And earlier this year, he and I saw Les Claypool live. Uh-huh. And I feel like that's him finally understanding who I am as a person. <laughs> like, see this guy sure. who plays bass okay. really crazy and everything sounds like like circus music. Yeah, that's like he's <laughs> also singing through a, like a, a a 
circus barker's megaphone yep <laughs> that's among my favorite types of music so sure this, this is me <laughs> yeah no i get that i mean i don't know like okay so i know he wanted to go because there's a lot of bands that he liked right Yes. Is that was that is that whole thing the whole like lineup is that basically his jam his vibe? Uh, like you know your Stone Temple Pilots. Your uh, he really wanted to see Pantera, who canceled kind of last minute. He likes Corn a lot. Like we saw them back in fuck I don't know oh six oh seven. Corn's pretty great. I like Corn. Uh, they were against Death Clock, so I missed them. I, oh, I made my choice, and I don't. How many stages? It. Four. Wow. They that's, a, had, that's a lot of stages. They usually had two going at the same time, and oh. yeah, they were like alternating. Sure, sure. <clears throat> that's interesting. I mean, you know, there's like a lot of, there's a lot of like resurgence of the 2000s new metal right now. It's um, very weird. It, it is quite weird. There's a lot, but there's like... So like my Instagram and we talk uh, to every it's it's like we'll have a segment of this of this show that is Instagram algorithm update. Um, Wait, is it Sick New World? No. Oh, it it's not. Okay, that's no. what mine is. <laughs> okay, but it <clears throat> it is a lot of people talking about how. So it's a lot of like it's a lot of women talking about how these are the metal bands I'm into and why it's cool to like these bands. Uh, and it's also what makes me quirky and different. Like, 2023's quirky and different, I guess it might be just mostly millennials for it, though. But it's like, 2023's quirky and different is, I listen to Slipknot and Korn and Metallica and all these, all these you know, huge, and I mean, obviously Metallica's been huge for a while, but like, all these like 2000 metal, new metal bands that were like, generic metal got played on the radio and stuff like that and i'm I'm very confused as to what the whole goal behind this is because i don't know if it's like i am trying to fit in i just want to talk about my interests or if it's like they're attempting to farm likes from your typical dude bro on instagram and i kind of feel like it's the latter like the very latter but, i mean maybe but i kind of see it like whether it's real or not, it's getting more spotlight on metal, so ultimately it's for the better. So sure. I'll take it. Yeah. And don't don't like, get me wrong, like I, I love corn and slipknot. Um I think they're I think slipknot is actually I'm a- appreciating them more later in life because at, when they were first like kind of big in middle school and high school, I was like, I don't know if this is for me. Um, but they've really cultivated like this sort of wholesome following in a way i think there's a lot of people who felt like maybe losers in in high school and middle school and, and were like oh you guys have you know never abandoned us and you guys keep making music and you guys still have fun and stuff like that even though like didn't corn okay didn't the lead singer corn like leave and do a christian album by himself uh that was the guitarist head which led to the t-shirt corn gave head to god <laughs> Ah, okay. <laughs> yes, uh, that's the only reason I remember if it's monkey or head. But uh, in the last okay. few years, Fieldy, the bassist, also left to do like his own thing, and he's also like quite religious now. But his was yeah. less dramatic. I don't but know. He- head's back, monkey's there. It's some man on drums, Jonathan Davis. It's all good. Was uh, Olive Limb Biscuit there too? 
you had John Otto, DJ Lethal, uh, Wes Borland, and honestly, I don't know the guy playing bass, but he called them all out by name, and he took us to the Matthews Bridge. Hell yeah. That's great. <laughs> That's fantastic. Somebody, somebody posted something about Wes Borland today, and I responded with, just keep on rolling, but I gotta remember what it is now. Oh, Wes, his buddy of mine uh, posted Wes Borland's Life Aquatic. I thought it was funny. <laughs> All right. I'd, <laughs> I'd probably watch that. It's just a bunch of people who are painting their body mostly like, like like skeletons and then looking for fish. Sure. The fish, the band. Oh, yeah. Don't get me started on fish. <laughs> are you a fish fan? Are you a, Enough. what do they call them? Fish heads? I think they're just called fans with a PH. Fans with a PH. <laughs> <laughs> oh man rest in peace harris whittles that's right um, yeah oh man uh i've been li- I, I i told you about this but and i've talked about this on the podcast probably extensively but i've been listening to old comedy bang bangs and uh been going back to the harris whittles episodes and they're harris just foam corner yeah they're just so classic is sure. it is it foam or is it phone and then they just go <laughs> they just they just ride that bit for like 20 minutes and it's just great like uh, Chelsea Peretti and uh, Harris Whittles and Adam Scott all together. I listened to that episode, and that episode is wild beyond measure. Actually, there's two of them, and it's just wild. They just they they are what I've always wanted to learn how to do, and I don't I don't think I will ever be able to do it. But <clears throat> their riffing skill to just riff off of any bit, no matter how fucking terrible, is so impressive. <laughs> I'm like, how do you follow? How do you just riff on a bit that absolutely goes nowhere and then make it go somewhere? Um, it's crazy. I guess. I guess Paul F. Tompkins is a master at that too. Um, oh, absolutely. I mean, but yeah. Uh, with Adam Scott, like that riffing on a bit where there's not a bit is why they have ultimately met the band U2. <laughs> right. Because okay. The, yeah. So like those two, for some weird reason, can turn it, can manifest it into like childhood dreams and that's what i want to do <laughs> that's pretty that's pretty insane um we've been we've you and i have been throwing speaking of this podcast back to this podcast um you and i, you and I have been Fine. throwing around a couple of <laughs> yeah right a couple of people i think we're, i think if you so if you hear about this or maybe we you know reach out to you and maybe we clip this out to talk about you know what we do um, there's there's some people that i think we can reach out that we've never even met before or talked to before and it's like I th- I think that's what makes this whole franchise and the following behind the franchise so special is I feel like the moment you say, hey, we're family, we're Fast and the Furious family, that people are just on board if they're also family. I feel like there's no hesitation. There's no barrier of entry and that's it. Do you feel that or am I crazy and I'm going to look like a fool if I go after and just talk to random people? Oh, uh, no, no, no. Like that thing I sent you the other day isn't a guest idea is entirely in that right. mindset that like, I think this dude should could be on the show and would enjoy it because he's clearly on another level with this movie franchise. And right. I feel like that person's not the only one and there are more of them out there. So we just got to start taking swings and then just like have to be like, no, yeah, we're doing a minute at a time. We know it's a bad idea, but here we are. <laughs> Come on, let's talk about minute 78 with you. <clears throat> I guess that's what makes me curious, though, is the people who love this franchise, will they think that's a bad idea? 
will they be on board? I'm, I'm, that's what I'm the most curious about. We'll find out. Because there are people I've said this to, like, at the gym and, like, people that I kind of, like, semi-associate with. And most of them are like, that's hilarious and a great idea. I love it. And I'm like, <laughs> all right, cool. I hope you're not lying to me. But, you know, whatever. Um, Maybe we sure, I guess we're on, on to something. Yeah. Because me right? and I'm like, my friend and I are doing a podcast where we talk about the Fast franchise a minute at a time. It'll take us 10 years. And they go, oh, my God. So I should lead differently. It's a lot of fun. In the long haul. <laughs> but like, I don't know. I, I mean, I'm leave fun. that. I leave that last part out until they ask how long is that going to take? Because I think most people don't think about it. So, but it, because it, it, because it, like, what do you, what do you, when that's in the pitch, it sounds dreadful. Because <laughs> like, <laughs> when I pitched this show to you, I didn't say that. But then again, I wasn't thinking about it necessarily. Yeah, I did the math on it because yeah, I was wondering you did. how long it would take. <laughs> I want to go back and I want to post. I want to post on on Instagram or or any social media just that chunk of text when I brought it to you and what you responded with, because <laughs> I think it'd be hilarious. I got I don't remember exactly what you said, but it was something along the lines of "Yeah, sure." D- time passes. It's going to take us about this long. <laughs> <laughs> I got curious. <clears throat> you didn't. You 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 said yes pretty quickly, so I oh, I'm, yeah. I'm appreciative of that. Um. But yeah, you know, I think there's I think there's a lot to it. Anyway, um you want to talk about minute 54? 54, 54. Um we we last left off inside the garage um of uh our our lovely biker friends who don't really drive cars until the till later on until the desert, but is that oh, because yeah. of this scene here where Cuz they don't have their engines? Cuz they don't have their engines. Um so we last left off in the middle of this little piece here where uh, our, uh, what's his name, Tim? Is his name? Uh, Ted. Ted. Uh, Ted is getting, getting a, uh, a lovely beverage full of oil and it's kind of gross. Um, you know what it kind of looks like to where, me? Yeah, go ahead. It, it kind of reminds me of in Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory when he falls in the river. You think and this like, is, you think that are you drawing an Augustus Gloop I reference am. to this guy? <laughs> I, I guess mean, I am, fits, but sure. it it looks more gravy than chocolate, but I, I feel like it looks like a delicious gravy. Like it, the chocolate looks like a delicious chocolate. It so okay. Zooming out to the, the movie magic and the fact that it's going in his mouth and stuff like this, it could be chocolate. Or some or like a syrup, like a High fructose corn syrup? Corn syrup? It's rather viscous, so it's definitely not just like brown water. So, well, Ted is a stuntman, so he's a professional. He can, apparently, this is his job, to ingest whatever chemical this is. What do you think high fructose corn sounds like? (laughs) Uh, You know how there's that trend of videos where people just take a song and they speed it up? It's that. (laughs) It's just like, it's if... um, crazy frog did corn as if crazy oh no i somebody needs to make that for me right now um so it's, it's sped up and it's <laughs> so wait, it's the song twist that's it it's done <laughs> all right fair enough 
Um, so we have uh, Augustus Gloop getting uh, drowned in chocolate. Um, and, uh, and, well, actually, yeah. Oh, this, this is kind of my favorite part is he stands up and I took this shot because I was like, oh, it's the next shot. And we get to see, um, we get to see another character in this next piece. And I was like, in this moment, out of context, Johnny looks, uh, like he looks, um, remorseful in a way. But the next line out of his mouth is absolutely not remorseful at all. The next line out of his mouth is chaotic. It's so insane. But like, I trying to do my own little zoomy thing on it. Uh, my thing's not working. Why won't it let me zoom? I yeah, I guess I see the remorse on his face. There we go. But I guess Maybe, I guess it is remorse because he got he is remorseful of the fact that there's oil on his shirt. I guess that's it. That's what it is. He yeah. realized his perfectly pristine press shirt. Now his little mark right. on it, and I think his thumb does as well. Yeah, come on, Ted, hold your liquor, liquid, chocolate. <laughs> hold your chocolate. That's a <laughs> that's interesting. <laughs> hold your chocolate, Ted. Um, and then we get all these uh these these insert shots of um the boys all staring at each other, communicating in a way, kind of. So. Brian looks over at Vince, who then maybe is getting antsy, and, and maybe that's what they're trying to portray, because it shoots back over to Dom, who's, like, waving his gun down in a way to say, like, calm down or lay low. Is so, Dom, like, like, sitting down, like, yeah, crisscross applesauce? <laughs> no, no, oh, yeah, kind of, but he's, I think he's sitting on a tire, so his, his knees are just higher. But, uh, yeah, he's definitely sitting and chilling. Um, not tactical, just in case those guys walk by or something like that. No, well lit, out in the open. Very Se- well lit. Just behind a car. Yeah. I know we've discussed this in previous minutes. They're not really hiding. Because, like, I get it, right? You're behind something, technically. Vince is right here. He's behind the car. But you can see that from clearly across the, the garage. There's nothing hiding. And there's a lot of Johnny's people in this garage. As I think I have shot. Oh, well, I didn't there's... realize there's more than the the cousin and him. Yeah, yeah, his whole crew is here. So like, <clears throat> it's them, it's them two, and you know his cousin's just freaking waving a gun around. Um, and we have this random guy wearing a very similar T-shirt but tan, probably because mm-hmm. I think I think he's a white guy. Um. So it must be a different color. And then, you know, he's got two more boys over here uh, on their bikes as uh, as Ted crawls over because here Johnny has to say, kiss my shoes. Kiss my shoes. No, the way he says it is almost like, uh, I can't even describe it. It's so weird. It's like he's calling a dog. Kiss my, sho- kiss my shoes, Ted. <laughs> like he's, he's trying to get a dog to approach him that he actually yeah. like stepped on the dog's tail. Yeah, yeah. Kiss my shoes, Ted. (laughs) And then, you know, it's the oldest trick in the book. Ted falls for it. And, you know, but like, what do you do? There's nothing you can do about this. We can say no. You're just going to get your teeth kicked in no matter what. Yep. As like, this guy's still pointing the gun at him. Ted's not going anywhere, dude. What are they going to do with Ted after this? 
So they fill them up with oil. They make they get told they're going to a warehouse and they're about to go leave to go to a warehouse that they all know. Oh, yes, a warehouse. Off we go. So they're just going to like leave Ted there, leave him outside, hose him off. I think they they must take Ted with them to show him where the warehouse is, right? They've I mean, got I would to. hope. Because like I've said, they just get told a warehouse and they're satisfied. So yeah. I guess bring Ted along. Yeah, I don't I don't know. Um it is interesting, but yeah, I guess they're taking him with him. And and then we have this, you know, cute little shot of Brian peeking over again, which I think we have a similar shot in the previous minute, if I yeah. remember correctly. I don't know. Anyway, uh now we uh we jump over to that our cop buddies. That lovely house up in the the Beverly Hills Hills. Um I think it's Beverly Hills. I don't know. Um in his lovely house and uh they start talking about everything and this i just for i forgot how big this guy's suit is um <laughs> he looks like his suit David is huge. yeah um and they start talking about i forget what they say before the minute cuts off but oh right here is where we get another reference to um i forget exactly what he says but he calls he he references ted a... I have the line. Oh, do you? Go ahead, please. He's a top echelon fence with a lube hose in his mouth. Mm. Interesting. <laughs> Why wouldn't I write that line down? <laughs> <clears throat> I was hoping you did because I, I, I was like, oh, that's a good line that I'm definitely going to remember. I didn't. Um, <laughs> I did not. Uh, but yeah, he, he a top echelon fence. With a lube hose in his mouth. And I think he's complaining about like, oh, is that all we have and stuff like that? Because this whole meeting is about how they're asking about all the perp- the perps and we'll get to that in the next minute. But th- yeah, th- these guys think that Brian's not doing his job, basically, even though he's like fully cooperating and giving it seems like he's giving all information. And even though he's basically flipped, he also hasn't really. He hasn't really lied about information yet. Not really. They haven't really even ex- shown him like lying by omission or anything. He seems to be giving everything up. Right. Which is odd for somebody who has flipped or I guess this would be him still flipping or something. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. Um, but in the next minute, we'll talk about something that kind of clues into maybe telling the audience that he's flipping. I don't know. Um, but we'll, we'll get to that in a sec. We're actually getting some spicy stuff here in the next minute. Mm-hmm. So if you enjoyed this episode and everything we talked about here, we're going to start talking to a lot more dialogue here. Um, as always, my name is Dan joined as always by Daniel and, uh, you can catch us over on, uh, youtube.com slash or just go to danotage.tv slash 60 second car to get all the links and all the podcasts and stuff. Um, I want to shout out Essie. Essie Koisa, who is somebody who watches my streams a lot, but he's also somebody who has been going through and like basically throwing a family pun or talking about family in some sort of way to basically all of our episodes. Yeah! And I I feel like it's been worth a shout out. Who's this? So his name is Essie Koisa, which is... Essie Koisa, your family. Your family, yes. Um... Who is, I guess it's the name of a ship from the Expanse. Um, 
we st- I think we st- there was an episode where we were talking about the unions and strikes and stuff like that, and he left a comment that said families are basically unions if you think about it and goat emoji. Um, then and then the next episode is family hearts only. Uh, the next episode is who will Brian choose, the badge or his family? And then the next episode, family asks that you stop waffle stomping your sh- <laughs> in the shower, and then some weird face. I don't know. Um, but yeah, big shout outs. And there's, there's more comments. Go, go to the comments and, and either give this guy a like or double up on these comments or whatever it might be. But we truly appreciate it. And uh, it's been, it's, it helps out a lot when you guys interact with this stuff. Um, poor Vince. All he needed was a family that would call him out for wearing two tank tops at once. Cry emoji. <laughs> hilarious we could be um, his family we're calling out that stuff yeah we are we are absolutely even though uh well i guess we'll get to his death in a couple of years um but oh yeah <laughs> yeah uh <laughs> it's in like four more movies but yeah we'll get there wow but, yeah okay yeah we missed um it's the next time we see him though which is weird uh Anyway, thank you all so much for watching. Thank you for listening. Thank you for so much for uh, for everything you guys have been doing. And uh, with that, we'll see you next time. Family. Family.